0: Welcome to The Jess Larson Show on Innovation and Leadership. I'm excited to have David Alvo on the show, uh, or David Alvo, if I was trying to say it better. Um, David, you have done a bunch of interesting things. I'm interested in how you introduce yourself.
1: Uh, I'm, uh, I introduce myself as a, as a serial entrepreneur turned VC, turned impact-driven entrepreneur, turned impact-driven VC. And uh, yeah, that, that's kind of it. Let's
0: do this. Why don't I read a quick bio and then you, you tell me the parts that I missed. Does that work? Sure. Okay. So David Alvo is an Endeavor entrepreneur and impact investor, industrial engineer with a master's in business engineering. Through his journey in, startup, in the startup ecosystem, David has founded, invested, and worked in 10 plus startups, participated in five plus global incubators and accelerators, invested as a VC in 30 plus companies, Accelerated 130 early stage Latin American startups, co-founded two VC institutions, ACVC and Lat- Latam Venture Club. Latam Ventures Club, is that right?
1: Yes. What? Yeah.
0: Any other high points that I missed there?
1: I th- I think that's that's the professional side of my life. Uh, and uh, talking about leadership, I've I've been uh, I've been leader my like my whole life, like in like in. Since fourth grade, uh, I've, I've been, uh, like taking, taking lead in, in like every aspect in, like in my family, we're a big family. So I organize all of my family meetings, more than 300 people, um, here in Chile. Um, I have, uh, at the, at the age of 21, I had uh, 125 people under my, under my, uh, leadership in a, in a movement, uh, over here. And, uh. You name it. It's like, I, I, I love to lead. Um, I think, I think, uh, I had, I want one the first time I, I wanted to lead, um, I got great feedback and I, and I felt great. And I thought, you know, maybe this is one thing that I should be doing for my whole life. And, uh, I buy myself that and I convinced myself that that was a thing for me. Uh, and I've been leading since then. And so, um, I love that part of my life, like b- being being a leader in 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 terms of family and my community and in, in other stuffs. And uh, the other part of my story is that I was going to be a professional tennis player. I was eleven uh, national nationwide. I was uh, once I was champion uh, of my of in Chile, a nationwide champion. And uh, yeah, at the age of uh, fourteen, this was really the really when I was uh, a kid. Uh, at the age of fourteen, I, I realized I wanted to be with people because tennis it was a really lonely uh, sport, and uh, I wanted to be with with my people, with my family, with my friends, and so I I, I just changed of sports, and now I and now I play football. <laughs> uh, You've been watching World Cup this week? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Chile is not in the World Cup, but uh, of of course I'm 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 looking at that. Uh, and where in Chile are you? In Santiago.
0: All of my friends are envious of the folks who get to go down there during our summertime and go snowmobile snowboarding, and uh, you guys have got a great reputation. Yes, yes,
1: we have. Uh, we have. I, I can actually see the see the mountains over here, and uh, we're like an hour and a half from the beach. So it's uh, you can be in one day at the beach and and in the snow. So it's it's pretty cool.
0: Well, um, I'd love to start going through some of the organizations and businesses you've been a part of. Um,
1: can we start with Butterfly? Can you tell us about that one? At that time, um, I was changing my life. I was being a VC. I was uh, ending the investment period of my of my fund, and uh, for things of my life, maybe maybe I can t- tell you a little bit more about my astrology cards. I don't know how to say it in, in English. It's it's like yeah, it's based on the date and place that I that I was born. They tell you like what's your life about. And uh, I, long story short, I realized that I was here in this life to give, and uh, the the thing that I loved most was to give and to dedicate to to give to others more than taking from life, and and so I realized that I, I needed to do that in terms of my relationship, in my business, and in, in every aspect. And uh, when I when I was changing my mindset to to give, and in, in every aspect. Uh, one friend, my uh, a friend that I know for my whole life because our, our mothers were, were friends. Um, and, uh, he, he invited me to co-found Burn to Give, which was the, like the first name of Butterfly was Burn to Give. And I heard Burn to Give, like that I, like, like, and, and I was thinking uh, that I was Burn to Give. It, it was like perfect timing. And, uh, I, the, Eduardo, which is is the CEO and creator of uh, Burn to Give. And he was like one of my idols that I actually knew. One of the people that I really, really look for, you know, and and as uh, role models. And, and so he invited me to to join at the beginning of this company. And I said, of course I will. And another friend, also uh, another, another person that I really admired, uh, invited me to create a fund. To invest in companies that were good for the world, and so and in a matter of one month, I I joined the team of run to Give, and I was the first investor in the company. And uh, in that company, I'm a generalist, so I've been I've been a CEO many times, but I I've been a CEO, a CPO, a CIO, a CSO, and I have so many hats. And so I started at that company as a CSO, then then CPO, CIO, CTO. And so I was two years at that company, uh, like doing everything that I could uh, to build that company. And we went from zero to to reach the Series A. And, uh, and so my purpose of my life was not like being a co-founder, was to actually invest and support other founders to fulfill their, their dreams. And, uh, and that was it. Like uh, I, was, uh, I was like um, really happy of being being part of that journey. And then another friend invited me to invest in another company that works with people with disabilities. So I, I did the same thing. I invested and in, in joined the other company. And, uh, I still, I am still part of the butterfly. Uh, we changed that, the, the name, uh, actually the same moment that I, that I was, uh, leaving. Uh, and, and I'm still, uh, you know, obviously I'm still friend of uh, Eduardo and Cristoa, which, uh, that I like are like cousins, uh, uh, but, uh, not in, not in, uh, like uh, it, it, we we don't have we don't share DNA but we're, we're like cousins and um and uh, yeah I'm still supporting that company actually this fund that I created I warehouse some of my shares of the of butterfly to this fund so I actually I became the first v- Chilean to have a unicorn in this portfolio really quick and uh yeah that was that's kind of the story I can tell you a little bit more but that's that's the long story short
0: when you think about what you were a part of and what you observed there you know, there's so many entrepreneurs listening today who are, are thinking, I, th- I think that's what I want to do. And even though other people might roll their eyes or say that I'm being grandiose or something, like I really do want to commit to try to, to get to that type of scale. What kind of zero to billion lessons would you have for people listening today?
1: Wow, there's, there's a lot. But, but I think um, that hard work is always is always needed in this kind of companies, the, there's some, so there's, there's people that, that the that being an entrepreneur is, is when you can actually choose where you, where to do, uh, you know, uh, how many hours to work and, you know, free, be free. And that's not the case if you're building a company that is, we grown this company from zero to a billion in four years. So it's, it's a lot of hard work and, and actually part of the culture of the company was, was that we. We play hard, we work hard, we play hard. And so um there's there's many entrepreneurs I, as I invest in early stage companies. I, I see I see more than a thousand entrepreneurs a year. And uh and many of them think that this is the place where they can be more free in their lives. And and, and that's not the case. And and I think you really need to understand you're gonna you're gonna work hard. And uh and the other thing uh the like the, the biggest lesson that I have is that so w- when you're doing things good in life, you're, you're you're doing good. Like whenever you try to do something, you're doing good. You feel like you know everything. You might feel like that, but actually, the mindset that you need to do to have is that you know nothing, and you you actually need to grow week after week, month after month, and you need to see the progress of you as a person, in, 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 with with the company, right? Because we went from three people to thirty to one hundred and fifty. To 600. And so you, you really need to move really quick from what I, you know, last month I was doing, I was doing this. And this month I'm, I'm doing this other thing that is the, the skills needed are different. So you need to read. You need to be with your eyes open. You need to understand that there's mentors. There's, there's people that actually did where you are, you're about to do or suffered or passed through or you're about to pass through. And so you, you need to be really humble on, on, on this and, 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 Ask for help, read, and, uh, you know, be have a, an open mindset. I, w- I would say that.
0: Before my next question, why don't we tell people, you know, Burn to Give, no, Butterfly. Tell people what it does, what
1: what the what the business is first. Okay. <clears throat> so Burn to Give, uh, at the beginning, we were encouraging people to live a healthy life. And every time they do sports and they burn calories, we converted those calories into calories of food for children in need in Haiti and in Africa. Uh, you know, people with uh, malnutrition, they they actually die or they have like um, growing problems, you know, uh, cognitive problems. And so, when you give them um, uh, a nurturing plan or, or a, a feeding plan, uh, they get out from the malnutrition state and they actually can have a healthy life. And so that was at the beginning, and then uh, and we were selling this to to marketing uh, uh, departments. Right. Because they, they actually, you know, they were brands they were sponsoring this uh, calories conversion. Right. And so that was at the beginning. Then was one company that said, you know, we want this for, for, I, I love what you're doing, but I want this for all of my 10,000, uh, uh, employees. And so we started working with, with like, um, um, uh, human capital uh, departments or, or something like that, uh, to work with uh, within companies. And uh, and then we change uh, our business model. And actually, what we sell now is um life insurance. So we actually what we do is to, that we we sell life insurance to corporates for all of the people, and they have like a coverage. And that coverage goes up and up every time they do a, a healthy habit, right? Like like running or or sleeping well or meditating or you know the Plan your week or plan your day. That there, there's a lot of good habits that we we encourage people to do, so they can um, have a, a bigger uh, coverage or of, of or their their insurance. And they also can convert all of the good habit into uh, food for children in need. They can actually plant trees and they can uh, uh, donate water. And we have a lot of more other causes that, that people join.
0: And and is it their company their employer, that is paying for the yes. food and the trees? Okay, great. So, I want to go back to something you just said earlier. You talked about the idea of humility. And I am interested in your thoughts about the difference of like you know, having enough self-confidence to go try something that nobody else has done and going from 0 to over a billion dollars in 4 years is incredibly quickly, right? And the confidence to do that and then the other side of like the humility and the teachability and the willingness to listen, where sometimes other, you do need to listen and other people have the better ideas. And then sometimes they don't see what you see and, and you need to go somewhere where other, you know, if everyone understood this, there wouldn't be such a big opportunity. So can you talk mm-hmm. about like navigating that path between the, the, the confidence and the humility?
1: I, I see it. I see it in, 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 with like several, several ways. Like, so you, you need to build your self-confidence on a daily basis. You need to do, you know, everything that tricks your brain to build your self-confidence because you need that to believe in yourself and believe the vision that you have. And you will have a vision that nobody else see, and that's, and that's okay. Right. And that's okay. But you you need to be confident on, on what you're saying, but you need to be humble enough to take, to listen. So you, you need to be confident to say but you need to be hum, humble to listen that, and that's kind of the uh, the different that the, the difference that I that I see in, in my everyday conversations right so I, I, I am confident on talking and talking to you about what, what I'm doing with my life but every time you ask questions I'm listening to you and I'm trying to get things from and I, and I think that, that like the humble part is also in, when you're alone yeah. so so be, be being self-confident. On a conversation, that's that's a good thing because you need investors to believe in you. You need you need people to believe in you. You need you know, when you're hiring people, you need everybody to believe in you and your vision. And that that's good. That's what you you're with with people. But when you're alone, you you uh, my mindset is really really humble. It's like I don't know this. I need to learn this. And so I'm reading this. I'm I'm looking at this video or, or wh- whatever I'm doing. Or when I'm alone, it's really really humble. If you if you get into my mind when I'm alone, you will be really really humble people. But 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 I, when I'm with people, I need to be confident about, about myself without being like like. If there's a little difference between between being like self confident and being I don't know the word in English, but like being like I don't know like cocky. It would say it would be like that. I don't know if you can you can put that word on the show, but but I would say that that's the difference because. That, that's the main difference that I, that I see. And, and that's how I navigate that, right?
0: You know, thinking about being a co-founder, thinking about being a CEO, um, these, these kind of roles, when it comes to scaling yourself, getting better, adding skill sets you don't have, and continuing to qualify to run this organization that, you know, might have been a you know, a fifty thousand dollar organization. Now it's a five million dollar organization. Then a fifty million. Then a five hundred million. Then a billion. You know, and the, adding those skill sets and continuing to be the right individual,
1: thinking about how do we grow ourselves to keep up to our companies. The just this one thing that I learned, I I believe in my fifth company or sixth company, it was, there is someone else always that did what you you're about to do. So you you all you you always have somewhere like that in in your network. So you just have to ask for a half about half an hour, talk about your challenges and they will tell you like best. They will say to you that look at the rock. Don't, don't, don't uh, how you flip. In Spanish, it's like, um, I don't know how to say it, Uh, but they will tell you their mistakes so you don't make them and they will save like millions of dollars and a lot of time by only half an hour of conversation. And every entrepreneur that did it or is willing to help other entrepreneurs that are are about to do what what they did. They actually feel good about themselves about that. So they will give you that half an hour. So there's always, there's always someone else that did what you're about to do. And so, and and it's on your network. And so find that, find that person. Uh, um, open, open about, open yourself about your challenges, and you will get the answers. And you will, you will receive recommendations about books. You will receive recommendations about programs, and and a lot of stuff. That, that, that it will take time for you to learn. You will, you will, you will not learn everything in thirty minutes. But you will save time and money, and you will, you will know which directions to take to get to the next level. And you really have to need your, you really need to understand that you need to grow as a person, right? So people that know everything, they don't grow. So you you really have to have the mindset that I don't know anything about this. I have an idea. I think I can know it. I can get it. But I, right now, I don't know anything. So I really need to learn. I really need to get deep into that. I'm obsessive with a lot of stuff. And I think that's a good thing uh, in many things. So, so every time I, you know, building, building a fund, an impact fund, okay, okay. let's do it. So, how do you measure impact? I didn't know anything about that. I went to people; they don't know anything about it. So, I'm obsessed now. I'm really obsessed about getting that. And so, I think, and I think that that obsession uh, leads to 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 understand uh, new things that are useful for your your next steps.
0: thinking about growth. You know, one of the things that people talk about so often—the CEOs and co-founders, especially if you're going to grow to a billion. It's, it's so, cri- it's probably critical in any business, but even more so in businesses like that, they say is this idea of like, it's really your job to make sure the business doesn't run out of money. So whether that's more investors or more clients, um, maybe we can take those separately. You know, both having been the entrepreneur and then having been the investor, what kind of advice would you give for people who are trying to raise larger amounts of money?
1: Well, I, I actually am doing a, a program of 13 weeks where I teach entrepreneurs to raise money better and that was that's part of the purpose of my life because in my first companies i didn't know anything about it there was nobody to uh, uh, teaching this in spanish i just learned from people from the us you know and uh, and they would talk uh, they were teaching me things that worked over there in that ecosystem that it, it was really different from this ecosystem and so i'm 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 teaching a lot of things uh, right now but he, like, in a nutshell, if you want to raise money, you need to get ready and sexy first. You'll get only one first impression with every uh, VC, so you need to be sure that that first impression is, is good enough. You to build relationships, right. right? So then you'll research, approach, and connect with your investors. You will get ready, then you will research, approach, and connect with your investors. Then your company needs to create momentum. There's... There's, I was really obsessed about understanding the VC game. So I just declared, you know, a few, a few rounds. And I, I, and I saw that in each round that it was oversubscribed, they had good momentum during their fundraising. So you need to build that momentum and you can actually plan that. So if you're going to fundraise right now and you will have like five milestones in your next four months. You can, you can save those milestones to communicate those in where, when you have all open conversations with your VCs. Right. And so you can, you can actually plan to good, to have good momentum at the, at the moment that you need to have momentum and then the, the closing stage. So there, there are four, four stages, get very and sexy, research, approach and connect, then get momentum and manage FOMO and then close your round. And uh and so that that's like that I'm doing a lot of uh little tips uh for for my entrepreneurs. Uh but I would say that's that's like the framework, that's the like the analog N- N- it's not the anatomy of a uh, oversubscriber. And and so that's that's my first one. The second one about about burn rate, maybe maybe uh runway, it's dual cash flow management. Right? So there's a lot of entrepreneurs that I, that I, that I speak with them and they they have a good company and I think they're really early stage but they have a good company a good product they you can see that they have some product maker fit and uh, and so you ask uh, um, so what's your runway? I'm not sure uh, like three months but which week do you get you no know, without money No like like the three more months it will be something like that. so you really need to understand. When is, is your runway? So one of the things that I love the most is entrepreneurs that do cash flow management because most of the companies here in Latin America, at least, they go out of business because they run out of money. And so, if you are bad at managing numbers, you will get out of money, even fundraising money. And so, and so, you need you need to be good at, at managing your cash flow. And so, and 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 so, one thing that one. Uh, advice that I would give entrepreneurs that really, you you really need to do cash flow management and be good at it. Because if you're good at it, you will never run out of money. And so you will take the most risky thing about your company and uh, you will be born venture-backable.
0: For people who are legitimately having that shot at the zero to billion number, is there anything different that you would say on the fundraiser? You think, nope, the fundamentals are the fundamentals.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure to answer that question i just i just need to disclose that i was i was out of the operations of butterfly when we reached the series a and then i was like I, an investor obviously supporting but the series b and series c i was looking at from the from the outside like speaking with my team but but i was looking from the outside so so um i i, I will say i i will tell you that eduardo the the ceo and cristobal they have they have two Different personalities, and Eduardo is—he was like—he was managing M and A's in 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 J P Morgan in in New York. So he was—he's a professional negotiator, professional. He—he's really—he has a, a really awesome conviction about he his opportunity to change the world for the better, and and I would say he manages FOMO as nobody else. So I, I would say if if you if you can have those skills, but you can you can train those skills, right? Negotiate. It's something you can read, you can practice, and and also about managing FOMO. and, and so I would say that's a really really good skill. And the, his brother Cristobal, is really good at managing people. He's he's really empathetic, so he manages the team, you know. So so they have this. They, they're like two brothers. The one manages the investors and the vision. And and the other one manages the people who are actually building that vision. And, and I love that about that company.
0: So I'm super encouraged to hear that. So my brother is completely opposite on personality. You know, like I'm like the crazy Eduardo guy who out in the spotlight, meeting with the big investors. And then he's the one that like, actually like delivers on the promises, makes everything work. <laughs> so I like hearing about other brothers that made it over that billion dollar mark. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, what about when when it comes to revenue? When you think about whether it's BetterFly, whether it's your own companies, whether it's companies you invest in, when you think about product
1: market fit, how do you define that? Many entrepreneurs think that product market fit is getting your first sale, but actually, that what proves is that you're a good salesman. So actually, your product needs to needs to create the second sale with that first with that first client, and so. Uh, what when I, when I love when when I actually believe there's free is when I see one a previous client getting getting a better contract for the next year. And when I, when I see that coming in, I, I see that there's there's a product that really there's there's a client there's a customer that really loved that and uh, they wanted more. So that that's really simple. I don't need like a thousand. I don't need I, I don't need a thousand. If you're a B2B company and, and here in Latin America. We have I would say like eighty percent of the companies are b 2 b and and so um uh, if you have i i i rather see one client you know getting getting more than maybe ten, 10 new clients because ten new clients prove that you're a good salesman there's there's your pro your service is not it's is, has not been proven yet that's how i define it
0: I really like that answer so tangible and direct um when it comes to continually making better product market fit and, and continually progressing your your offering, what kind of what kind of advice do you have on
1: that? So what worked the most for us at Betterfly at the beginning was to um be really open about what we had and what the client wanted. So we're really flexible about what they what they want. So <laughs> as I said at the beginning we we started actually we started with Companies, company owners, you know, we had like one month a challenge to, uh, to burn 30 million calories to, to feed a hundred children. And that first one month of challenge, uh, we, we sold that to the uh, company owners. Then we started sold to marketing, marketing, uh, departments. Then we started to so. Every time, every, every time we created a new revenue stream was because we heard about what people wanted and we really proved, proved it fast. Right. And so I think that um, uh, getting into product feed and scaling things at the beginning is, 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 is about listening to what your customers want about the problem that you, that you, you have uh, identified. So you, you identify a problem and you create a solution in your mind. But be, but that's the solution that you think is good for you if you had that problem, but your your clients, your customers, they see it all the way. So at the beginning, we're really open and flexible about doing things that we were really uh, different and 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 the most the most uh, the, um, the, uh, the, those clients that were most happy about what were we were giving and they wanted to do it again, we were focusing on those ones. Right. And we left a really, uh, the other revenue streams on the side. We sold, we sold the shirts. We, we did. I I can tell you like, I don't know, maybe 10, maybe 15 revenue streams at the beginning that didn't, didn't work well. So I I would say that that's a really interesting thing to do. And the other thing that I was, Eduardo actually was, was really cautious about it. It was the size of the wallet of the, or, or the market that we're going to after. Right. So at the beginning, like uh, social responsibility uh, departments, they have like this wallet. Then marketing comp- marketing departments, they have this wallet. But then the 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 life insurance industry is like you won't see it in this picture. So so we were really cautious about getting bar- biggest market every time we were we were pivoting, and that helped us uh, evaluate our company. They like like three four times three four times every time. I don't know if I answered your question, but I but I I, I No,
0: it does. It, it it's um you took it in a different direction that I think is super important. Um maybe my next question, um when you think about the people who are helping you do that and evaluating the wallet and and working hard and all these things that you've covered, um, when it comes to recruiting, there's so much that's said about try to hire people better than yourself. And it's you know, it's so much about a high quality team and um when you think about first identifying who are the right people for a team, what are some of your rules? What are some of your principles for identifying the difference between people who interview well versus people who are actually going to be great?
1: Wow, well, that's really difficult. That's Actually, a, that's a pain point of, uh, for me. And uh, I actually have a new mentor I got from last week. He's uh, the, the, the people guy at Glovan which is a like a really large company here it's a, it's a unicorn from Argentina and and he's going to help me out with this but what i what, what i uh, learned uh, in my process of uh, building companies is that attitude is is like 10 times more important than experience right like having good attitude and obviously it's difficult it's difficult to see that in an interview for me it's difficult to see that in an interview because Interviewers are being prepared every every time more. You know, people are really prepared for interviews, so they they come out here and they are curious. They seem smart. They seem really really interested and excited about the company, and so you get caught by all these uh, You know, people getting prepared for the for the interviews, and and sometimes you hire people that uh, that you shouldn't because they did they did a good interview, and so what I'm doing now is is to hire people with that, with the um, uh, with the uh, with the um, terms that they want, but for three months and in three months I can see actually their attitude right and I'm talking about attitude is like, look I hired you I, I hired you for a and I just realized I needed to do b right and so the how they take that it's a really good cue for me or a really good, you know, sign to see their attitude. It's like, really? Okay. Let's do it. How, how, how do you want me to start? You know, and that attitude, I love that attitude. And, and actually, my, my, my newest, uh, acquisition, hiring, uh, uh, it's, uh, it was someone that knows nothing about this industry. He was not part of the startup. He was not part of an investment company or anything. He was like, like from Procter and Gamble, from, from, from other big companies. And he had so good attitude at the beginning, you know, first interviews. He was really eager to help before I hired her. And so and now she's my, she's my like new rock star in the team. And so I would say hire for attitude. I have a lot to learn from this. So I don't want to be the, the guy that teaches other guys, but because I really need to understand better this game, but I would say attitude is the best, the best. Um, and a factor for success.
0: I I do feel like, I, I look at all the different employees we've had between our fund and different companies that my partners and I have started, and it's funny, guys, I don't even know if they graduated high school that have done so much better than some of the guys we hired with MBAs from fancy schools. And it's like coachable, willing to learn, you know, just ambition, just like willing to show up, willing to go the extra miles uh, willing to be cheerful when it doesn't go according to plan. Like I, I've never heard it said the way you said it, but I really like what you said. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to ask the other side of this question though, which is, so once you have somebody that you're like, Oh, I think this person has good attitude. I really want them to come on. Uh, what advice do you have for getting them to want to choose you? You know, like you found someone that you think is great. Now we've got to get them to choose us back.
1: It's about the vision. It's, it's the same thing about the vision. So, so when you, when you, I would say that convincing investors to join you is kind of the same thing that in uh, uh, convincing people to join your company. You, you have to sell a bigger vision. You had to sell like a lot more. And so I, I really get prepared for those interviews. I have, uh, I use. M- Almost the same pitch that I use for investors, I use for people to join my company. And actually, I want to tell you something. I have, I have a 10 million fund. This is a 10 million fund. This is a really small fund. I have more than 25 people working for me right now. And, and, and I only pay eight of them. And the other guys are here for the vision. And so I created, uh, a, a, an like a, a bonus plan or an incentive plan where they can, they, all of these people, they have, a piece of the success of the fund. So when you have a fund, you, you actually will be successful when you, when, when you have a carry, right? A 20% carry of the, and so they have, they have 20% of the carry all of all of these people. They have 20% of the carry. I had to, I had to create this. I, it took me a year to create this in terms of legal and tax uh, uh, perspective, but, uh, yeah. I, and, and, and that's because they believe in our vision. And and so I would say that's that's the thing to to bring people to the table. I have like uh, Elon Elon Musk roommate in my in my team. In actually, he is the biggest investor in in my fund. Uh, I have a, like a shark at Shark Tank in Mexico. Shark Tank Mexico is the the most seen program in Latin America, and so you uh, you can actually convince like really high level guys with your vision, and and, and everybody is achievable. Right. And so, so I want to, I want to I wanna say that.
0: I, I like hearing the successes cause then the rest of us can think of what our version of that could be, try to make ours better. I'm interested for you. Wh- what did, what did you say? What's your vision? What do you think you did to get, to get those high profile people to want to be
1: LPs for you? So it's, it's really, I, I'm not going to tell you the whole story because that's going to be 10 minutes, but, um, it's, uh, um, is it related at, uh, about what I said at the beginning. I, I turned my life into giving and I thought and, and I realized that life is about that. And so when when you start giving and and you will feel good about yourself, you know, what goes around comes around so you will receive more. And so, and, and people realize that, you know, having this conversation with me. And so, and, and actually I think at Impact ABC, we can change the world. And how how do I think that? I think companies are really a power it's 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 what moves society right companies and so so if you want to change the world you need to have one company that's going to change the world and if you want to change it fast you need to help companies that grow fast so we're talking about startup and so and i think the best way you can help a startup is to be at a startup but that that That's the, you will have one potential company that's going to change the world. But if you're a VC, you can actually invest and support and help and give everything that you have for several companies. So we actually believe we have a shot at changing the world. At changing the world is one of our entrepreneurs changes the world for the better. So we'll be part of that. And so so my invitation is to be part of that and and to inspire more people to do what we're doing and to give more than, than taking from the world and so that's that's uh, what we believe. We we actually believe we can change the world by supporting and investing in entrepreneurs that are, they actually are agenda the world.
0: I don't know what's in the rest of your portfolio, but Betterfly would, would appear to be uh, proving your point.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. I have I have other companies really interesting. Yes.
0: <laughs> but do you by the way, it's totally fine if you don't share this. But if you do, do do you share like how much of a multiple compared to what you bought those butterfly shares for versus like from your first investment? Like what the valuation change is for yourself on those shares?
1: I have some th- some things that I cannot share, but there's one thing that I can share. What I I became like the f- the first investor and part of the founding team, so I got shares from those both uh, both things. And so my initial investment is 150 times and. Um, um, the, the, so now what I have is 150 times worth of what I invest.
0: I want to shift gears a little bit. I think a ton of our audience won't know anything about Endeavor. Can you talk about being an Endeavor entrepreneur and what Endeavor is? Oh,
1: that's is? awesome. I love that network. I wanted to be an Endeavor entrepreneur like just, just my first company. Endeavor is a network of entrepreneurs that have common values. Right. It was created in the U.S. Then in Chile was the, like the first uh, like uh, office in in Latin America. And and uh, we actually we we dream big. We pay forward and 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 being part of that network is is really I can connect with the president of Chile. And actually every person that I want to connect in Chile is there's a connection through endeavor. And so you will, you will see in and actually I have like 16 LPs from Endeavor, right? And, and, and we are like a family and you would say, you will, you will see like people that, I don't know, they want a price and everybody is cheering and on LinkedIn. Everybody's is, is cheering everybody else. So we actually are, uh, how do you, I don't know how to say it in English, but we, we feel part of the, the same thing. There's a like I- identity. We're indefinite entrepreneurs and we actually, you see on LinkedIn and everybody has that. I'm an indefinite entrepreneur. And so we feel part of something and, and we, we understand that if that something is bigger, we will be better. And so we bring new and different entrepreneurs all the time. So I knew someone that is, he has the value of pay forward to help other entrepreneurs. We all dream big. And so we, we share those values. We share a network and everybody helps everybody. And so, and, and, and I think, uh, and I think that's, that's, that's what you want. That's, uh, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, I'm part of the Jewish community here in Chile and the Jewish community has something like that. It's, it's like you're part of the world, part of the sick. We're a small community of 15,000 people. It's like, it, it, I think it's the smallest community of Jewish people in, in Latin America. And we all help each other. We all help each other. And so you will see someone that is without a job. You will say, okay, come in. Join on, uh, on. can you start on Monday? But I haven't told you what I'm doing. Let's figure out that, right? So, uh, uh, or someone needs help, you, you will help them because you're part of the same thing. And I think Endeavor, what has uh, become, it's impressive. It's impressive. And I'm really proud of being the, part of that community.
0: It seems incredible. Isn't it like the most amount of unicorn companies outside of the US and China? or something yes. like us too. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's
1: incredible, um, yeah, it is.
0: I'm interested, just you bring up your faith. I'm interested, uh, what kind of advantages you think your faith has brought you in your work career?
1: Um, believing, believing in something superior. I think that's that's always uh, something that, uh, actually part of, part of the, my, my healthy life today is to meditate. And I think I, I, I'm good at meditating and getting into an alpha state. Because I was good at, uh, at, at, at uh, praising, right? At, you know, saying the same praise at, at nine. And so I think that's, that's, uh, that's one thing that helped me out. And the other thing is that believing that the trusting that something, it's, it's going to be fine. Right. And so when you, when you're two scientists, I'm i I'm, I'm an industrial engineer. I'm, a, and I am really a science guy. I, you know, I have that, that part, but when you're two like that, it's like you only trust. Things that you uh, have proven, and so s- there's so many things that in your life as entrepreneur, there's like there's there's no way I can fix this. In in in, uh, in things that I have seen, I haven't seen this being fixed. But if you actually can believe that, um, it, it's somehow it gets fixed because you actually I think that what you what you get in your mind, it's it's actually ha- going to happen to you. There's nothing in what you have. There's nothing in our lives that haven't passed before, in somebody's mind, and so and so and so. I think you have to believe first in your mind uh, before it gets into into reality. And so I I think that uh, that has helped me into you know, believing and 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 praising just to get into the office state.
0: Compared to the average entrepreneur, your results are far 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 above the average entrepreneur, even yeah. above good entrepreneurs. What do you think you've done that maybe a lot of good entrepreneurs haven't done?
1: I uh, I work like hell, and 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 you will see me here at, at five in the morning uh, getting to like twelve o'clock, uh, working sixteen, seventeen hours a day. And I think that's really different. I don't have any friend. I don't have any entrepreneur that have, that work works like me. I, and, and I think. Uh, I I I won't say like I'm proud of that because I, obviously I have a family I have uh, I do sports I do a lot of stuff uh, I sleep uh, not too much and that's not too healthy but I really need to see th- need to see things get done and I really need to see progress so I really work like hell. I don't think I don't think there's a, I I see a lot of Kobe Kobe Ryan he, he's an inspiration for me uh, and I read of one, one of the books one of the uh, get into great that speaks about Kobe, and they wanted to. He wanted to interview Kobe, so Kobe says, "Okay, I'll be four in the morning tomorrow uh, at this gym, so you can go out there." So this uh, this uh, interviewer uh, reported goes to to the gym uh, like twenty minutes earlier. He he wants he wanted to impress Kobe, and so he gets twenty minutes minutes earlier. And he when he's getting in, he sees Kobe wet, you know, on, on sweat and, and working out. And I, and I thought that the commitment that he has for improvement is really inspiring. And I think that what I do, it's, it's like that. You will, you will see me, you know, awake really early. You will see me here at office at the last, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, at a case where I have like five buildings around the clock and I'm the only one with the, with the, the lights, uh, and um, With the lights uh, on, <laughs> the lights on, right? And and so uh, all the 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 guards over here, they know me because um, I'm I'm like a mo- uh, one guard more, right? And so I would say that's different. I would say the other thing that has the the I, I would say I'm different from mm-hmm. uh, not everybody, but a lot. It's that I'm always I'm always asking, "What can I do for you?" So I get to meet you, yes, right now. And I, and I would say you know how can i how can I help you with that you know you invited me you know melody invited me to be with you I was really i I, I saw what you did and so I was really proud and you know here I am what can I do for you you know I, everything I can do for you and, and in every relationship that I have, I'm thinking about giving first because that's how I love to get get my relationships you know the stage where I gave you and and I feel good about that. I I love that. And so so it's it it, it will, if you ask uh, for a connection for me LinkedIn I will accept and I will answer each and every of the guys that ask for a connection. I will ask a uh, uh, copy paste that I have is hi welcome to my network. How can I help you? That's it. And so and and I think that's that's a way of uh, of seeing uh, relationships that I love and it's really different and it has give me. N- like ten times more than I have done for others, right? To be with that approach, and I think that's that's um, that's really different from from other guys.
0: Besides LinkedIn, what are the best websites? How can people find out more about you online?
1: I would say LinkedIn. That's it, and Instagram. I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, posting things about my, all my personal life, obviously about what I'm doing in my business, but uh, it's uh, it's more of a personal. But I have it uh, open. Uh, for a, a month from now. So I have, uh, you can see me there and we can connect over there. <laughs> That's so great. Well, thanks for doing this. This is so much fun for me. Thank you. Jess. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be with you. Uh, and, and uh, thank you for your questions and giving me the opportunity to, to share something, something about my story.